Virgin Valley Artists Association welcomes you to the Art Box, recorded in our beautiful Mesquite, Nevada, and sponsored by the Virgin Valley Artists Association. Our association has something for everyone of all ages. Come and get creative with us at 15 West Mesquite Boulevard, or find us online at mesquitefineartcenter.com, or on Facebook as Mesquite Fine Art Center, also on Facebook, the Art Box. Welcome to the Art Box. We are broadcasting from our brand new studio at the Steam Center in Mesquite, Nevada. And Linda Linda has been out prospecting. Great artist. And she's got us a great one today, haven't you, Linda? I do. We have Greg Summers from Kansas City, Missouri. I have been following Greg probably for almost 10 years now on Facebook. He's a fantastic artist, but what I especially like about him is that every piece of his art has a story. And it's a story about the past. It's a story about, or a story about life. Welcome, Greg. Hello. Good to be here, I think. Greg, tell us a little bit about your life story. Were you always interested in art as a young child, or is it something you developed later? Was uh, about my story? Yes. Is that why we're here? It Um, is. (laughs) Yeah, uh, let's see. uh, My story, it's, I guess it started about 65 years ago. Uh, No, I was um, Mm -hmm. uh, born to a rancher in the Flint Hills, and nobody in the Darden family knew how to draw a thing, and they still don't. I haven't I haven't gone too far from that either. So when you were young in school, did you like art as as a child or when I was in school? Mhm. In grade school uh, or did you Yeah, yeah, when I was Yeah, I loved to I loved to loved to draw. In fact, mm-hmm. more, more so than anything else. And um I think uh uh, eventually, my grades started to reflect that, but uh, yeah, but I, I did start out doing really good in school. I don't know what happened, but that's another story. I'm, um, yeah, I, I've I've always drawn from since the very beginning. I remember my father teaching, who was a truck driver. She started out a rancher. I mean, a a, a cow hand really, a cow hand in Colorado on uh, uh, in the Ohio along the Ohio River Valley. Um, wait, is that right? Ohio, there's something. Ohio Pass? Ohio Pass. Down okay. there by Gunnison. Uh, anyway, that's, um, he was a, uh, a ranch hand there. So had too many kids and, and kind of had to get a real job. So left the mountains of Colorado, moved to Kansas City, and got a job as a truck driver and I remember as a very young kid I have no idea how old I was but you know he he showed me what his truck looked like he drew a little picture with a wheels on it you know a box with an, a bigger box behind it with little circles underneath it and I, I that's that's my 
you know, I, I copied that. And, and then for the rest of my life, I kept trying to do variations of the thing. With uh, I started in school doing little, little army tanks and race cars and stuff on, on everything I could find, and and uh, then, got to get bored with that. People do scribbles, and I'd try to make, things out of the scribbles. Yeah, you know, try try to do the, toughest scribbles to make me to stump this guy. And then uh, I remember in uh, fifth fifth grade, I was helping the. Uh, our teacher teach uh, perspective. Hey, sh- I, I think I had never seen anything about it, but I caught on very quickly, and um, we ended up helping him teach the other students two and three point uh, one, two and three point perspective, and just really had a blast with it. Uh, but so yes, I've I've been I've art for a long, long time. So when you were in high school, did you take more art classes then? With with um, high school wasn't a good thing. I, I was I was I was more outdoors when everybody else was indoors. Uh, junior high school now, uh, I, I I paid attention more. I'm probably not a good role model for 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 uh, students and stuff. Uh, so. I mean, because uh, I mean, I did, I, I, I did not finish high school. I ended up going joining the military, um, but I, I remember getting, while I was in high school, I was, I was. Uh, this is a, this is. Uh, stop me if you've heard this one before. I was. Uh, me and a couple guys were in, in back, and I like I like to uh, carve. I had pocket knife and a, a stick and while we were out there in the back behind the school all day long I would be carving carve, I was carving this little totem pole and uh, I, I used to do these things for these for people you know make them keychains and stuff but they'd be long totem poles with different faces and stuff all around and uh, I would uh, anyway one day I, I was uh, uh, busted by the vice principal back there and uh he he, he took my totem pole totem pole i was working on then and uh he he, he told me yeah, he went on to give us a spiel about how important the education is and that i should be in there paying attention and that what i was doing was not going to be uh helpful to me in the future and um you know I, 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 I still would like to. No, I don't. I don't hold a grudge or anything like that. But I think it would just be funny if I was able to tell him that um, for 36 years I was a master engraver, starting at Hallmark uh, cards uh, and then going on to uh, carve, carving in metal for the rest of my life. So, um, so that was uh, um, a little story. I digress too. Yeah, okay. it just shows him what he knows. Yeah. Since, since you said that, let me go grab one of your quotes. It says, Uh-oh. "We go outdoors to enjoy the land, or stay inside to avoid it. It is the right. outdoor artist that brings the outside in." And and that's and you set me up for that. Oh, 
I did set you up. Yes, you, yes, you did, <laughs> did perfectly. I? Hey, and we didn't talk about this beforehand. Either, did we? <laughs> no. <laughs> now, what did we? We talked about the Chiefs before. Yeah. yeah. We can go back to that at any time if you get uncomfortable. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah I think that's more like uh, we bring the outdoors in. That might be something to do with uh, I'm supposed to wipe my feet before I come in the house, take my shoes off. and No. Uh, okay, just kidding there. Uh, <laughs> you can edit that out later. Um, let's see. Uh, no, I, 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 I love painting the outdoors and uh, being out there painting. And, well, and I started out, it was drawing. It was always, I never painted. Uh, I didn't paint until, yeah, I guess it was late in high school when after my grandmother, grandmother died she i inherited some oil paints i don't know where she got them that she had they were all they were all old and lead based and stuff i think i still have probably the tubes that are somewhere around here but um that's when i started to dabble a little bit with paint but not 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 too much but uh i do feel that um the outdoor artist uh, I, I didn't feel I didn't think this at first because I, I had never gone outside really to paint. Uh, I did it as a, a one class and I mean one exercise while I was in college. They made us go outside and paint, and I, I, I set up my easel on a log that stretched across a creek. I climbed up there and. I just made it as difficult as possible for I have no idea why but yeah, I thought just thought it would be cool uh, but I did that and then never went out again to paint until I turned about I was tell I was about 50 uh, past 50 uh, but it was all drawing pretty much that's amazing because your paintings are fantastic I was going to ask you, how you got your job at Hallmark? You were coming out of the military? Yeah. How did I get my job? Yeah. Why did, why did they, they um, I, I, like I said, they, um, I did a lot of drawing. I, that's, I did massive amounts. I loved uh, charcoal, pencil, pen and ink, uh, croquil pen, uh, it was, uh, I just drew everything. And um, my portfolio, I built a very strong portfolio and uh, not not intentionally, it's just uh, all my life. It was, you had to have something to do while you're grounded in your room all that time. I, I read and then I drew. I like to illustrate little, you know, saw, saw books that I, I would read and didn't like the illustrations they'd have in there and I'd try redo, redoing them but but uh, being in my room I, I I redrew everything and anyway all over the years I end up with quite the collection of, of drawings pen and ink and pencil and um, uh, I got I got married somehow I ended up married when I, I got out of the service in 76 and went to, uh, took the GI Bill and paid for my 
uh, just to go to uh, junior college here in town and uh, took a st- studied commercial art, you know, and um, anyway, while I was there, um, anyway, it was under the GI Bill that I, that I, that I, did I say that? It was under the GI Bill. I went to the, that they paid for my little school. Um, anyway, when I, while, while I was in school, I met this gal. I knew her, knew her brother in high school, her older brother, but um, ended up marrying her. And then, then uh, I still was unemployed. But somebody, somebody had said something somewhere about maybe it'd be best if I got a job. <laughs> um, yeah. And so, any, anyway, uh, I, I did. You know, what's the what's the best place? In town here in Kansas City, where I, where I live, uh, I'm in the suburbs of Kansas City. They, um, I, Hallmark Cards. It's a, they hired everybody. Uh, I mean, as, um, as far as artists, as far as, I, and that's what I heard. Anyway, I took my portfolio, went down to Hallmark, and it was a portfolio of drawings, and uh, they loved my detail. I was, I was very, very detailed work and they thought I would make uh, a good engravers carving into metal because uh, I was very meticulous you can't tell that now from my paintings but at at one t- uh, and but I've spent uh, uh, almost 40 years being very detailed meticulous with my work and it's just so freeing to throw that by the wayside and uh, and paint with a big giant brush as outdoors loose as possible uh, anyway that's that's how I got uh, wait did you ask me something why was I talking about all this it was, you asked me I was asking, how I got a job at Hallmark right yeah how you got it yes, but, but I uh, love yeah. I love where well, the conversation is going because I actually have an art question for you, if that's okay. Yeah, I said I'll I love where the eyes. conversation is going, but I have an art question for you now about drawing and painting. I would love an art question. Okay. So I know artists who paint with watercolor or other mediums, but they don't necessarily draw first they trace the lines and then they paint and so i'm curious what your thoughts about that are how how important is drawing to be able to be a good art is to be to be able to be a well-rounded artist uh i think i think it's i think it's one of the most important things out there actually i mean i i've even though, as soon as I met my my mentor, I, I studied under Rick Half. He, he he spent his time trying to get me to forget drawing, and 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 learn paint. But uh, it is at the same time he he showed me how important drawing is. I it's it's the basis of any good artist. I think it's the foundation that you build from. I don't draw anymore i mean i do so okay there i go lying right there in front of you i i i I paint i don't i I, right now i just throw a couple lines on the canvas 
while I'm out there and to get the basic direction and then, then jump straight into the form. But I, I would not have been able to do that had if I did not have a good drawing background, I don't think I, I can't go the other way because I've, I've always, I've always drawn, but I've, I've heard everybody I studied under say that how important drawing is. Uh, and then, you know, I've, I've, I've also seen the artists and, and seen the work of many that, that don't feel it's as important you know, I, I, I think I can tell, you know, I've, I've been a juror uh, judging events for many years now and looking, looking, you can see and I and judging events across the country. I mean, that's the first I mean, you check, you check you know, drawing skills, you check technique, you check, you know, composition, all that. Uh, that's the first thing. If it's something's askew i mean it draws your eye right to it drawing i think is is pretty darn important i'm i'm going to stick with that did that answer the question it did thank yeah, you and, and i'm i'm quite the art neophyte here so you, you you yeah. do not then sketch in detail on a canvas before you start painting no very rarely i think uh here, uh, recent, most recently, I've I've been doing working on a series of um, paintings of historic uh, historical paintings uh, from here in town, and there are some paintings like uh, uh, one I did of a World War uh, when the when the soldiers came home from World War One and a victory parade. So I did. I did more sketching on something like that. And if there's a lot of, if there's a lot of buildings, maybe I'll, I'll sketch in a key thing, key elements. But I do not. I do not. I, I I'm probably bad about this. I probably should, and that is to sketch more on the canvas. You know, so that you know what I, what I do is I I throw out the key key markings on the canvas. Then I get back, look at the, I squint at the subject, squint at my canvas, uh, and I start getting, going for the light and dark patterns. And that's, that's, that's what I go for. for uh, once I get the flow in there and some, maybe the horizon line, if that's a important thing or a, or a road, maybe put, draw a line where the road is, or if there's a person standing, draw draw a couple line ahead and something for for that is but I know I do not go into detail I am right now not while I'm talking to you but up upstairs I'm working on the very first drawing actual drawing I've done ahead of time of a painting that I'm going to be doing it's, it's totally out of my head out of a scene of it's a, going to be a historical painting, uh, but it's it's. I don't. I want it to. I, well, I want it to look right, and uh, I don't want. I sometimes I spend okay a lot of times when I'm painting on canvas, and I haven't planned. I don't plan enough. Uh, I I think uh, 
I just like to jump into things. Maybe it's maybe I'm too impatient. Well, that seems to be working for you. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think anything works for me. <laughs> it's, uh, I struggle all the time. Um, really? That's the, encouraging yeah, for I, people I like, like me I to hear. Like, I, 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 I struggle. You know, if I, I just keep going until I, I get to a voila moment, it's working, or I get to a point where I am so tired of this painting, I just can't go on anymore i got to get to something else uh but i i really try to keep going in, until i get to that moment where the painting starts to work and so and that's it's i blame it on myself not planning anything i see i see a lot of people planning their paintings you know i like you know i i i i uh i paint a lot with a a lot of watercolors but part i'm part of the rattlesnake gang uh uh, down, who goes down every year to uh, Big Bend, Texas, and paint. But 75% of those guys are all watercolorists, and they they can't do anything without planning. And and I mean, everything they draw everything out completely on their uh, on the substrate before they do anything. And you know, I'm I'm totally done with the painting while they're still dra- drawing. Well, and, yeah. let, let me ask you this then. Um, I have a yeah. friend here who yeah. seems almost satisfied of what's done and then goes a little uh-huh. bit further and then is, I'll say, how are things gone? Oh, it's great. I've made a breakthrough. And then uh-huh. the next day, how are things gone? Well, I thought too much and now I'm almost <laughs> starting over again. Does that happen uh-huh. to you? Yes, of course. Of course. It, it, I mean, you can, uh, yeah, it's happened to uh, I. I don't know of an artist that hasn't happened to, and if if it hasn't, I think they're lying. Um, but you can all, you can always overwork something and go too far. You have it you have it just right, I think. And but you and that's that's no, notorious if you're painting in the studio. It happens all the time because you have so much time. If you're painting outdoors, you're you are very limited and and you don't really have you have so much going on that's what i've found in uh, for myself painting outdoors with a limited time limited light limited everything you're you're painting quickly and capturing the essence of the painting and is it really do you, what more do you need that to to make a good piece of art uh, or uh, what are you what are you trying to say in this piece of art i mean uh the the some of the best art is is the minimalists and and things yeah the uh you know where you're just capturing enough to get the point across and you know the less the less you say the better and and so i'm going just not going to say anything else the rest of this interview and uh, <laughs> i think it'll be the better <laughs> yeah, no, uh, so uh but you know it's you know if you can say if you can uh, i don't know who it was a famous a famous uh, a world-class master artist was saying dog or something he says if you can't uh paint or draw sketch a person person falling from the time from the top of the building to the time it hits the ground then then you're not 
doing it right. I'm, I'm not. Wow. Just <laughs> paraphrasing him, you know, but but to to be able to with the least amount of strokes say the most. I, I, I mean, that's that's my ultimate goal. But then then you get captured, ca- uh, caught up in in these things and like i right now i'm working on this a, a battle scene where where it's it's from you know the 1800s uh civil war i'm tr- i'm trying to make it very detailed but with with the least amount of work and you know it, if it's going to be very easy for me to overwork this thing and totally ruin it and scrape it off and something else but um yeah i do it all the time uh and i try to not anymore i set a timer for myself a lot of times in the studio i set a timer for uh if it's a large painting 45 minutes but normally it's 30 minute timer so that i i i try to paint quickly in the here in the in the studio so that i have a little bit of that free free same look that i that i get that i love when i paint outside okay wait a minute because you've totally blown me over you paint a whole painting in 45 minutes or do you just mean during one sitting and then you go back like for 20 days for 45 minutes 30 minutes i mean i have painted you know uh that quickly uh Uh just because uh but I set I set the timer so that you know I paint for thirty minutes on this painting, and then when that timer's up, I'll stop on that one. Then I'll go. I have three easels. No, wait a minute, <laughs> wait a minute! You're blowing me away. What do you do? You go back to you mean you're done with the painting in forty five minutes? Totally done, or you keep going back? No, I'm back not done. No, I'm not done. I oh, stop. Okay. I stop okay. because you know I try to paint as much as I can in thirty forty five minutes, okay. and and then I, I stop on it, and then I go to the next one. Uh, for one thing, you you don't get, you don't get bored with painting on that one. You're painting quickly, and, and it's I do have to change my palette, the the paints on my palette. But no, I have three easels uh, set up right now. I've got three different. I've got a, I've got a. I've got all, all, there are three old old paintings that I'm working on and totally different subjects, totally different color schemes. But, you know, I won't spend, you know, like I, you know, if I, I used to before I met, uh, studied, after I started studying under uh, Rick Howell, um, I would, you know, spend, I've spent weeks, months, I've spent a couple of years on a painting. Um, and a lot of times it, it looked like it, like I, almost all the time it looked like it. It looked overworked, overworked and underpaid. That's that's the thing. Uh, but now each one is is feeling be all, all feeling loose and feeling uh, fresh. It, it keeps that fresh look about it. Did I? answer that question a little bit yes that's so no that's so encouraging to me everything you're talking about because you know art's always been really difficult for me but 
I've always wanted to try not to put too much detail in it. And I've gone on and worked on two or three things at the same time. Have you really? I have. Okay. Can can I ask a little bit about your layout there, your studio? And you're going to say, Steve, this is a really dumb question, but you have three easels. Are they yes. all are they all in the line? Or are they in a circle? Do you turn your do you turn your oh. back on a painting that you were and work on something else? Or do you ever catch yourself glancing over and saying, Boy, I'd like to go back <laughs> over there and, I'd like to go back over there and paint that hand in better. All the time. Uh, no, they they are kind of I could, I could stand in one spot and they're kind of uh w- one is at a let's see if I stand they're at 45 degree one's at 45 degrees one at straight in front of me and the other ones at a 45 degree on my right side so we could we could set you up on a lazy susan (laughs) and you could just keep your feet there and just move around maybe yeah maybe you can even put maybe even put the lazy susan on a timer (laughs) okay i'm getting stupid now (laughs) no I, i like that i like that idea yeah uh but i don't need a lazy susan because uh, uh, my my palette and all that is uh stays in the same place for all three oh okay yeah every everything yeah it, they're, it's all pretty close i mean these are all if i was using i'm not none of these are lo- larger than uh 30 inches wide uh two of them are 16 by 20s and one's 20 by 30. Okay. Um, so, so if i was doing a bigger painting i wouldn't be able to do it certain such a close proximity and it actually have to move stuff around but um but i do it all the time now this means that when you're painting acrylic those three are all acrylic you you don't mix from you don't move from an acrylic painting to a watercolor oh i i i, I do none of the above okay i only i only use oil yeah, all of them. All, I only paint in oils. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I, I found that jumping. I, I've tried painting oil, gouache, watercolor. Oil is what I found best. That works in every situation outdoors. You have the least amount of pa- problems painting with oils outside. They're not as affected by the elements the you know the 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 heat the rain you know i I paint in rain snow sleet that are super you know over 100 degrees and um uh it's not affected as much as every all the other uh mediums and um and i've i've i found that you know it's i'm having a hard enough time trying to be any good at just just painting with oils you know if 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 i don't i don't need the other ones to really make me lose focus on what i was trying to do here i'm just you know i i i'm not good at multitasking i guess what 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 brand of uh, paint do you use i use m m graham m graham it's a uh, walnut oil based uh paint it doesn't have the uh really nauseous odor that uh, the old time oils used with the linseed oil um, this is it's a walnut oil it's 
people said it's it's totally edible and stuff, but I've not tried that. Oh, you know, that's uh, probably good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it's a it's it's a it's got a lovely creamy consistency, uh, kind of like a a nice nice soft butter about it. Uh, but I really like the uh, I I used any anything I could get my hands on uh, when I started back. Uh, but once once uh, uh, Rick showed me these things, I just fell in love with them. That, that's interesting. We'll have to be doing some research on that. We yes. will. They would love that. Greg, I know you have some health challenges right now. Are you able to paint as much as you would like to or how's your energy level oh boy no i cannot paint as often as i like uh, and everything is getting a little bit more challenge challenging as time goes on for for the longest time after uh, after uh well i just let's see it's been two years this month or last month two years last month that i uh, discovered i had cancer it's a bone cancer then I had a stem cell transplant in June, a year and a half ago. That caused me to just be out of, out of it for the you know the longest time. For one thing, I couldn't get anywhere close to oils. I was not allowed to be anywhere close to any sort of paint or anything because of my my system. But but now I'm kind of I've got all my vaccinations back. I've got everything from a childhood diphtheria, smallpox, all that fun stuff to to my vax for COVID, uh, all vaxxed up and ready to go. I do take chemotherapy every single day and I will continue that for the rest of forever just to keep the cancer at bay. Uh, but so I'm, I'm kind of in a learning stage, learning how to live with that it it does uh chemotherapy has its side effects it's got some good things and some bad things the good things is it keeping that cancer you know pushed back away from uh not developing and is letting me stay on this earth a little bit longer but uh, the bad thing is it's got those uh, all those um side effects and you know fatigue some you know uh Okay, I could go through the whole list, but you've heard the side effects that you're on the TV about all those drugs. It's totally, you know, that that just a long, long list. Uh, anyway, just check half of them, and that's how, that's the side effects that's you, that you end up getting. But I'm learning how to how to live with those and paint with those and finding, you know, to take advantage of those times when when I. I um, I can, like uh, once a month, I, I have to go in for treatment, and I I know for that, after I have this treatment for half a week, I'm going to be totally out of it and won't be able to do a thing, and uh, um, and that's 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 the in-house treatment, and then then all the chemotherapy that I is that I take every single day, is an oral thing, and it. It's it's I've kind of got grown accustomed to that, and it doesn't have that immediate 
knock you down i can't get up type thing it's it's more of uh fatigue and some uh pains cramping that's something that's a bummer is cramping in the hands and holding holding brushes is kind of a challenge at times uh but you know sometimes i go into cramps and my i have to let go of you know my brush and hopefully hopefully i didn't drop it on something i, sh- I shouldn't have i have Anyway, but I'm I'm learning to deal with it. I think I'm doing uh, pretty pretty good, but I'm not painting as much. And my my brain, you might have noticed it is, uh, that I'm kind of scattered here and there. It's gotten worse. You know, as you get this chemo fog and you get this all this stuff, but but my brain is sketchier than it even even sketchier than it used to be and and uh i don't know if you'd call it what do you call your kids when you put them on riddle and uh they were adt no oh ADD or adhd adhd yeah that's it that's Mm -hmm. it that's it uh one yeah i'm i might have done well to be on that in school but they hadn't invented that yet but Mm -hmm. uh, but i'm glad they never did yeah, I think I think it's gotten worse because it's it's harder to actually concentrate on one thing, which maybe why maybe the timer timer is good because you don't have to keep concentrating on the same darn thing for too long because you can be jumping over to the next thing. Or anyway, that's that's my learning to live with uh, multiple and myeloma. Uh, there's yeah, there's artist friends I'm all over that's starting to you know come you know is being diagnosed with cancer left and right and i i just can't believe it maybe I've, you know makes you wonder if it's something that we are doing or using or something is it the deodorant that we're using anyway well i know back, from back your to- i know from your facebook page you're an inspiration to many and i know you were concerned about this interview you said you have a little bit of chemo brain i think you're doing very well uh, I, I really, uh, my goal is not to be an, an, an inspiration. I mean, it's, it kind of makes me feel feel like a goofball uh, uh, to say, because yeah, I won't say it. I, I won't say that I'm an inspiration to many. It's, uh, uh, I, I just know that I have, I've been experienced. When I, I've, I don't, if you if you followed me on Facebook, you probably know that I've had for for longer than most of my life i had a, a drug and drinking problem and i solved that through aa and um uh in in there you know i learned one of the things to help myself was by hearing other people's experiences and stuff and and uh you know, just getting by, and and you know, you could take the I've I've taken this out into the real world out, outside of the hollowed halls of of double A, and uh, in, into into Facebook, uh, FB, yeah, uh, the um, and just sharing sharing my experience. I don't I. I try not to give advice. I, I would rather not give advice. I just try to do things by sharing experience. I, uh, unless I'm asked for it, I don't give advice. 
um, I, I just, I, I will, without being asked for it, without people even wanting it, say, Greg, don't, don't do it, Greg. But uh, and that's going, going off on a tangent, sharing my experiences. I, I ramble a lot. I am on, uh, on the social media, uh, but thinking that maybe, maybe my experiences might, somebody might be able to relate to what I've gone through and what I'm going through and maybe they're going through it or 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 know somebody that has and you know if I could help you know just one person in in art in any in anything you know in in some way somehow you know I think that's uh I'd I'd rather be known for that in, in helping others than you know I've I, I have changed you know, at one time I, I wanted to be a famous artist, and, you know, and and those goals, those goals have gone by the wayside. And I just, I just really want to, you know, be be a good person and 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 help other people. Well, I, I think way. I think sharing your experiences, you are the young lady, the poet that we had. She, her poem that she read about cowboys. What did she say? That it was cowboys won't say the word depression. Right, yeah. right. They're t- depression is well, a weakness so- on the ranch life. And she talked about how she struggled with depression and, and eventually got help. Saying it, putting it on Facebook, lets other people know that they're not strange. You know, they're that, not that, strange. that there, are, there are other people who are feeling the same thing. Oh, exactly, exactly. Yeah, this is, so I should be a cowboy poet, actually. Um, you could want us to send you some cowboy poetry, and then you can. We'll get you no, to just, recite it for. Just a hat. <laughs> oh. You know what, Greg? That was so fun because I got to buy a hat and some boots, and oh, go you? out there. We got press passes, and it was a oh, lot of fun. Oh man! Yeah. And then yeah. they were selling hats there. What did we see? Everything was market price. Uh-huh. Okay, which it was like going into a lobster place and it's market price. Everything wow. they sold in their little stores. For hat. We were told that one hat we saw was seventeen hundred dollars. Oh, you're kidding! Yeah, so we we just built it right to the art gallery. Uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, <right>. yeah. <laughs> I would have I would have hated to think what the boots were costing. There were some beautiful oh, yeah. boots. Yeah, they were wow. beautiful. Um, and and you didn't get anything from me, did you? No. 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 Nope. Well, I feel obligated now. Well, we're not well, done. We're, we're just not done with you yet. We, oh, we got okay, your okay. voice. We do. Oh, yeah. And yeah. and we're so we're just again we're just so thrilled to talk to you today. Thank you, Greg. So we're still going, right? We're still going. Can yeah. I ask a question? Okay. To who? Ask Linda. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Linda, do you okay. draw? No, I'm not going to ask Linda. Yeah, yeah. Because I can ask her questions for free. Oh, okay. So, okay, so, I'm... so let me ask you this: mistakes, and you're going, oh, mistakes. Um, yeah. How do you handle mistakes? And then we can talk about the critic in your head. But I, it's it's uh... interesting with a an acrylic painter. They handle mistakes by a big bottle of white paint. Oh, I don't think we have that with oil paint. No, uh, mistakes I can handle. You know, if I if I notice it immediately, you know, um, it, I, I can just wipe it off with a, a little uh, some 
Gamsol on a, on a, on a, you know, use a uh, Q-tip or cotton ball or t paper towel, anything to just uh, wipe it off. You know, it does tend to whip off everything else around it, but uh, then you just go back in there. You know, if but if it's if it's later on, you know, and you don't see it, and you've, you know, like you got caught up in something, and you and you turned off the light and came back the next day and the thing was dried on there oil paints are a little bit more forgiving in, in the fact that you can uh you can paint smack over the top of it and e even even if it's wet you can you can still you know just go go thicker you know eventually you know it depends on what co what color is underneath it you know it could bleed through Try not to make mistakes, but I do all. I make mistakes all the time, especially, especially when you don't have a plan. Uh, I, I I tend to put a spot of paint on uh, here and there, and then I step back and look at it, and I uh, try to evaluate: was that was that good? Was that or not? Would, uh, do I go on, or do I need to change something? Do I need to change what I put on there, or do I need to change what is around it? I do a lot of going back and forth, and so I do make, I kind of work into a painting. Uh, and that's what I love about oils is it allows you to do that. It loves you to push push one direction and pull it back. I mean, it's it's just so, uh, it's just so fun to work with. Uh, you know, it's, you know, it's, it stays wet, and I like the fact that it does stay wet, that that you can uh, get, you know, softening edges and 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 you know, it's it's a little bit more forgiving than other things. Watercolors, yeah, you, I mean, you can only scrape off so much of the paper before you go all the way through. That's true. Uh, yeah. <laughs> all right. So so now you've you've talked about fixing your mistakes although you know what you didn't mention that everybody else mentions what whenever i say mistakes they say no there's no mistakes there's only opportunities <laughs> oh i like that <laughs> i like that now now i'm gonna have to i'm gonna have to use that <laughs> i'm terrible with the cliches <laughs> so so therefore do you have a critic in your head is there a little critic what? over there nagging at you is there yeah don't don't paint like me <laughs> yeah, that's, that's that's what the critic is saying. What can I do to? Um, so the critic is yeah, you. This, yeah, the critic is me. I mean, I mean this. Yeah, and I, I don't, I don't usually, uh, I don't ask other people what they think of my paintings because I really don't want to know. Um, you know, it's, if they like it, that's great. If they don't, that's that's okay. Uh, it, it's me that I'm trying to please, and I'm trying to. Is trying uh, trying to capture something, you know, and you know nobody else can really see what I'm seeing, you know, I'm with the same going through the same brain cells or lack thereof uh, before me, uh, and so they don't know what I want, and, and I think to you know when I'm when I critique, you know I've I've had to critique, you know thousands of paintings over the years and um okay not thousands let's go with hundreds you know you, i critique it in in the in the fact as if i were painting it for myself 
but I don't know what that artist was doing when, as you know, maybe you can maybe you can ask them what were you thinking? What what the heck were you thinking when you painted that? And if you don't know that, if you don't know what they were thinking, you know, you know, you really can't critique accurately. I wouldn't think. Well, but, that that you said that. Um, when you say you're critiquing, are you being a judge at an exhibition? Yes, at an execution. Actually. At an execution, yeah. okay. Yeah. So, yeah, so, so let me ask you, you, you bought it up. You're critiquing, you're judging, you're awarding at an exhibition, execution, and you don't know what they had going on in their head. So no. what, what do you do to... Um, I, I don't know what I'm trying to say here, but oh, okay. well, when I'm when I'm judging, I, ju I ju you can only you ha when you're judging a group uh, of paintings, uh, you can only I mean you you, you don't know what was going on in any of the artist's head, uh, you, and you don't know what the what it was like around them when they're painting, or 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 who was who was d uh, bothering them while they are while they were painting, what was going on. Um, uh, but so you so you have to use a certain criteria to to judge those paintings, and that's that's what I do is have have a uh, well, first I walk in and 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 pick out the ones that really capture me, and then then I go dig down and uh, uh, evaluating each one on a, that certain criteria's skill, tech, technical abilities, and uh, you know. Uh, all, all, all that. Um, so what what draws you to a certain painting? You said you you go toward ones that the ones that capture you, and immediately. Oh well, you know it's, it's like when you walk into a museum or a, a gallery or something. I mean you're you're usually drawn to to uh, uh, the balance of light and dark. I mean from 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 a distance. That's a that's the. Uh, the the composition and the light and dark is is what catches you first from a distance. I mean, it's it's not the detail. It's it's uh, and that's why in, when I teach my workshops, I I, I really stress paint uh, starting with uh, a no tan uh, the the, uh, the 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 Japanese balance of light light and dark, just totally black and white, and I, I that's why I teach in my workshops is is that. Is no tans, and I really stress it, because because that if it's just if your painting is just broke down into super simple elements of black and white, black and white, and simple shapes, that's what you see in a distance when you first walk into a room. The balance of that light and dark, and uh, is it is it stagnant? Is it is it dynamic? Is it is it you know well balanced is it or is it was it boring and you know uh it's it's when you walk in and see something uh it's it's that balance and then then after the light and dark you then you're captured by the warm and cool colors of something i am myself warm and cools warm and cools warm and cools you basically see better from a distance as you get closer you're more caught up in the values of something uh but uh that's that's what draws me when i when i when i see things is is that light and dark and how it re interacts with each other 
That's really helpful. Did that work? It, it did. Um, Greg, I know that you are really humble, but can you tell us about some of your awards and accomplishments? Um, yes, they are out there. Get them while you can. <laughs> uh, uh, awards and accomplishments. Uh, I've gotten a lot of awards. And, uh, what are the I, most I guess, prestigious awards you've received or the ones that mean the most to you? Uh, I think the most uh, prestigious thing, well, that's really, um, uh, was, you know, Oil Painting of America, you know, most uh, uh, original, most most original uh, painting. And that's I, that's what I really like. Everything's been done under the sun. And, and me coming up with something you know that they thought was the most original uh and that was that was my piece uh, uh painted from uh my tr- journey to uh peru and, and uh Cus- cusco peru and uh looking down at the city from up above on mont uh at the foot of mont cristo or something Anyway, anyway, is is a painting I did uh, from there of uh, that that and um, that was that I th- I think another one was was uh, in Door County when I got the uh, I earned the uh, artist choice and artist choice and people's choice uh, at the same time. I mean, but uh, everybody agreed on the same thing, so. Which is which is unusual. Usually, the artist's choice and the people's choice are totally, totally different. Uh, I mean, it's, it's yeah, it's it's not the yeah, it's not really the first place. I mean, uh, choices best of shows because you know that's that's more of what one judge thinks or what a small group of judges thinks. You know, a ju- judge or juror. Um, it's those things that, um, things like that, that uh, really stand out to me. Um, if 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 you know what I mean, yeah. I do. I was just thinking about the fact that um, sometimes I don't always agree with the judges in our gallery here in Mesquite and which ones they yeah, pick for the best of show. And, and I'm th- and of course I told Steve, of course that's because I know everything about art. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you, you don't really need to know anything about art to, to, to uh, I mean, you know what you like. Mm-hmm. I mean, if, and then, and then if they ask you to judge something, it's not, it's it's they want your opinion and they know they know your your background they know they know what you do they know where you come from and and so they're uh they they just want to know your opinion and and so many people uh uh when judging shows i I know the first thing they say they say uh you know when they're giving the spiel afterwards about about uh you know this is so hard to hard to pick the best winners and stuff yeah, everything was just so so over the board out of the top uh, I mean it's just crazy hard to pick because there are so many good things and me me I just I just have a blast picking just just because I I, uh, I love to look at art and I love to uh, you know I, I have a blast giving critiques 
um, because I I really don't care. I mean, I do care, but I, I, I don't care. I know I've been hired to give my opinion. And so that's what I'm going to give. And I'm going to give it straightforward. I don't I don't beat around the bush like like I'm doing here. Yeah, uh, uh, I, I go I go straight. You know, I, I, I go sometimes I go straight for it. Just throw it throw it in the face, and and then I then I will give reasons why behind, etc. But you know, they're they're giving they want your opinion. It's a it's it's fun. I like looking at it, and and I know what I like, and I don't when when I'm doing that, it doesn't matter what somebody else likes. You know, it's like. I really like chocolate chip cookies. Somebody else might not like. They might like raisin cinnamon cookies so much better. And, and you know, everybody's different. Uh, and, but at this point, some they're hiring me to to uh, give my opinion. That's that's the thing. On that's that's it in a nutshell. You were recently very close to us, actually. You were at Zion, um, right? You were you were at Zion National Park recently, weren't you? Oh, not this summer. I've I've I painted the Invitational there, and I love Zion. That's a that's an amazing place. I I, I haven't been back there. I'm not sure. It's been a, it's been a couple. It's been a few years. Yeah, before the pandemic. Um, yeah, and I don't know if uh, going back there or ever. I mean, it's gotten crowds there. I've gotten crazy. Well, Steve, it, was, it wasn't that that great. I mean, it was pretty crowded when I was there, but it's just getting worse and worse. It is, uh, and and Steve can cut this part out. But I just wanted to tell you, Greg, if you ever come, okay. if you ever come up out this way again, we'd love to have you. Just come visit. Steve and I could take you around to see some great places. Is that where you're at? We're close to Zion. We're an hour and a half away. Oh, really? Yeah, we're in Mesquite, Nevada. Um, it's oh yeah, by, so it's, it's right across the border. Yeah, it's right across. Uh, we're like thirty-five miles from St. George, and um, oh yeah, I know St. George. I yeah, think I went down through St. George. I was going, you know, just cruising around, traveling the area, painting. I think you painted at some... Snow Canyon in state in St. George, didn't you? The what? Snow Canyon. Oh, that was uh that, that the one most. That thing I posted not very long ago. Yeah, that, that was Left Hand Canyon. Oh, that okay. Was, <laughs> that was Left Hand Canyon, and then there was another one along uh, uh, Pooter. Pooter. It was in the north, northern Colorado is where that was, I think. Okay. Yeah. Um, I mean, I've, uh, the closest I painted to St. George is is probably there at St. George. Or just just north of it, with uh, Jim Wilcox and yeah, just me and Jim were painting there, uh, and he, he was showing off, uh, painting painting. We we painted the same darn scene, uh, and when I finally went over and checked out his his canvas, it looked like I was you know, I was in a nocturne with Frederick Remington. I mean, it was broad daylight, but there it, but he did this beautiful. Beautiful nocturne that I just, uh, I, uh, I, I think I've, I've tried that once since then. I want to try it again, but uh, I like that takes a lot of skill to be able to paint 
uh, a nocturne in broad daylight. I'll bet. Yeah. 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 Anyway. Unless you, unless you close your eyes. Yeah, uh, really. <laughs> Greg, can you tell us about your personal breakthrough art piece? But then also, can we talk about your commercial breakthrough art piece? My my breakthrough art piece, the one I mean, there's it's kind of a it's kind of a long time ago in the early two thousands was a a piece that kind of broke broke through and it was a kind of a self portrait. I never posted it. it is a self portrait back before I ever painted anything outdoors. Oh, okay. So I lied. I struck that thing so much earlier in this interview. Um, uh, I, I I did go out in the driveway and dra- draped a uh, American flag over a rock and 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 painted it to go into this self portrait of mine. And the self portrait was uh, partially me from a mirror, and then I morphed into a skull, and then had this flag going through it. And uh, anyway, this flag that was draped across these rocks anyway anyway this 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 was a, a breakthrough thing kind of uh in the fact that it was the first piece that i ever won outstanding oils in an international show there in uh, uh new york city and that was i think that is actually in the 80s it was actually in the 80s that's when it was doesn't seem that long ago does it yeah but yeah <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but now that I think about it, I, I actually had long hair. I actually had hair uh, before I started balding. But and then my commercial breakthrough piece uh, probably had a lot to do with maybe painting with Eric there in the Publishers Invitational in New York City. Not New York City, New York, upstate New York. Uh, he had invited us. We We had all... We were all painting along the Ossible River and in the uh, canyon before it went into a lake or something. Anyway, we were all standing on a, bra- a bridge and Eric came and um, and he, he asked, he said, they're letting five people come down into the canyon and paint where no man has painted before. And who wants to come with me? And I was, I was quick to quick to jump at that. And um, me and uh, just well, uh, four other people uh, went graze our hands, and we all went down there with him. But we we are only allowed two hours total from the time we left the gate, and they had to hike down into the canyon. And then once we got down there, we went up up river a little bit to where the waterfalls were and that's where we found this we were everybody started scrambling for places some place to paint anyway the painting that i did there uh was the waterfall and we it probably only hour and 15 minutes of total painting time on a 12 by 16 painting but the painting i did there uh, is titled uh, From Within, which was um, kind of uh, 
I like I like to title my paintings. Uh, I, I do have a lot of fun with my titles too, and that's trying to make give them a double entendre, and the fact giving them uh, having them uh, mean as many things as possible with as few words. Kind of like kind of like painting, uh, but um, it's, it was called From Within, and that's from you know. Eric invited us down there to paint from within the canyon, and another was was painting within myself. And uh, uh, it's kind of um, I I was I found a, a rock high, uh, probably fifteen twenty feet feet above Eric and the other people to paint this scene, and I was all by myself up there, and it was. Uh, yeah, I don't. I'm not a spiritual person. I'm not a religious person. I just. I just uh, it, it it just did seem to this painting did seem to come from within. Anyway, I've uh, uh, with that painting, uh, you know, we all had to pack up and go and all that. And then uh, when we when we got up there, the uh, person thanked us for well, we thanked the people who own the place for letting us go down there. And anyway, come find out they is real super religious and so. Uh, guy and he he really was going off on my painting and how wonderful it was and so I was kind of uh, humbling there but you know that 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 painting has has garnished me uh, first place best of show uh, many times over it's also one of those paintings that you still own which is bizarre I I have I own I own more paintings that I have won awards with, uh, it is the ones that, that uh, it's the other paintings that people buy, which is weird. But but you uh, tried to sell it? Yeah, it's been for sale for decades. No, for, not for decades. Well, since, since I painted it, you know, it's, it's been for sale, basically. Yeah, no, we we I have mean, we have an artist friend here, and he's eighty five, yeah. and he told yeah. us if you if you want to keep the painting, you just make the price where nobody else can buy it. <laughs> yeah, and then then you get yeah. I've had I've tried to do that, and I've had my galleries sit there. People just don't understand. The people don't understand. They say <laughs> they want to know why why is this painting, which is the same twelve by sixteen as this one over here, why is this one painted? Uh, you know, you four thousand dollars. The other one's one thousand. You know the, uh, and they. Uh, so I've had to go back and forth with my galleries on that. So I, I just don't, I just don't give it to my galleries anymore. Okay, you just don't. Yeah. Even give it. <laughs> I don't. I don't give it. Yeah, I just keep it on my shelf and I look at every look at it every once in a while and smile. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that so those are my two. Uh, paintings that would be the commercial and breakthrough. Okay. Well, thank you. I have to look those up. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you won't find the health self portrait one. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I'll post it sometime. Yeah. Well, let well, me ask you. Let me ask you about the self portrait. We sponsored a um, a self portrait contest uh -huh. um, with during during Pride Week, and it, it was for the kids. Uh -huh. And and I found it very interesting that some of the kids were. I mean, for me, self portraits a picture of my face. Oh and, yeah. And and their self portraits came to be of them doing things. Um, oh. one, one little girl who did an especially 
beautiful piece of work and she worked on it so long it was just the flowers and that was her self-portrait and i came to think um it took me out of my normal paradigm of self-portrait would be my ugly face um (laughs) that self-portrait doesn't need to be your face yeah exactly exactly and i like that that the kids are thinking like that i mean they're they're painting what what best represents them or or uh, or or makes them or makes them feel i don't know actually what you know because every person is i mean you'd have to ask each individual you know what what you were doing what uh when you when you painted this self-portrait i don't do self-portraits it's i've done i've done two one was that one back in the 80s and then i had to do one when the royals lost to uh, San Francisco in the first first uh, World Series there in '84, I think. Yes, uh, a fr- artist friend. The the loser had to paint a self portrait of themselves in the style uh, <laughs> that they picked. So I ended up having to. Uh, yeah. Anyway, but so uh, no, I don't do self portraits, and yeah, but I but I love it that the kids were painting you know not necessarily depictions of themselves but more of depictions of their lives or, or what is important to them it it opened my eyes and it made my heart sing it was really See, cute and, I, and then we yeah. had and then somebody asked me because we chose it as one of the top four and, and i was asked that well that's not a self-portrait and i asked <laughs> who are you to judge yeah who are you to judge yes yeah exactly yeah yeah and one of the questions on uh, that uh that super long list of questions that you sent me was is the do, do, do you feel that every painting that i do is it a self-portrait or, or something and, and uh you know and some people might think that some people in fact you know you you get that uh when you're when you when you read or you the spiels you know uh you know in uh, in galleries about about what this painting is and what this painting means and you know but but i'm mostly reading it when i'm looking at abstract or or uh uh, something non-objective you don't feel it so much you know uh, from the artist who paints landscapes, is is that landscape a, a self-portrait of you? And I, and you know, I, I myself don't think any of my paintings are self-portraits of me. But then at the same time, it's it's me, and I can't get rid of it. You know, it's uh, it's my style. I've been okay. I've been, I've, yeah, it's my it's I've been I've spent decades trying to not paint like me and i and i can't so it is you it is me but it's even though it's a landscape it's still you yeah i love that yeah yeah let me ask one more question then linda's over here chomping at the bit but um (laughs) if if you could go if you could go back in the time in in art world yes or doesn't have to be art where Uh would you go and why back in time well, it w- it wouldn't be that far. I mean, I've it wouldn't be that far. I, I've 
I've always thought, well, growing up, I, I, I it was, you know, it was the uh, early masters, the Renaissance era, you know, uh, Michael, Michelangelo and Caravaggio. I just loved Caravaggio. Um, I, but then I have uh, studied more on that, and it doesn't sound like a very good time to go visit. So, so I'm just going to step. I would just step back, you know back into the 40s, 30s, 40s, 50s uh, to uh, southern Spain. And I visited that. Uh, my wife and I did a hike. Uh, I, did, we, I, I painted along the coast, uh, the Mediterranean coast, but we ended up, the, our final destination was there, uh, Dali, where Dali uh, kept a cruise there um, in southern, southern Spain and Salvador Dali and just hanging out with that guy. He is one weird character, but he was so, so talented. It would just be uh, uh, the, the area uh, the he also lived in one of the most beautiful places I've ever seen, you know, just there along the Mediterranean coasts with the beautiful, he, he, he actually, paid for the whole village that he was living in to be painted, you know, the white, you know, keep just so as it would, you know, because all getting run down, but you would help maintain the village, but uh, just uh, to, to be picturesque. And he, yeah, I guess it was better for his paintings or something. Yeah. That's where I would go. It would be to the early, uh, mid, mid 19th century, no, or is that 20th century? That's more. 19, uh, the 1900s or the 20th century, right? Right, I think so. I we're think in the so, 21st. Too. We're in the 21st century now. Okay, so yeah, mid-19th, uh, uh, no, mid-20th century, back to southern Spain uh, to, to hang out with Salvador Dali to paint with him and, and uh, just to pick his mind apart i mean it's just kind of very crazy he was he's he he was he was quite an, a character and that's what i like i like i like characters i'm i'm uh i'm drawn to characters uh yeah of any sorts yeah, yeah. The, the world the world runs with characters <laughs> yeah Hello. good characters bad characters are yes. we, it, yes. you know, yes we've got them we've got a million of them. Um, I'll, I'll stick no. with the good characters yeah there we go <laughs> yeah about themes and steve's gonna roll his eyes i know um our little gallery well our little gallery has themes for example one month the competition might themes the one month the competition might be under the sea and you have to paint a picture like that the next month might be women in history and and i feel that confines the artist but i think i'm in the minority here everybody loves the themes uh i think it's fun i think it's fun to to you know get out of out of what you're you know what you're normally doing i mean like 
right now I'm painting, you know, the Kansas City themes, old historic Kansas City themes, and I had a theme before that, painting the, along the, you know, Spanish coast, and uh, um, and these these are themes. My gallery, uh, the one here in town, it it occasionally has themes, and and you know, asks for, you know, certain stuff. I'm not required to to submit anything but they always encourage it and if i uh, i mean i was never really able to participate much because you know I, I spent 10 months out of the year traveling you know doing competitions around the country didn't have time uh you know for those themes you know if if my gallery wanted a painting of mine you know they they can take it and i but it was never in a theme uh like that but now that i've i have i i can't travel as much uh, um you know i'm i look to take part in more things like that in this in this gallery in this local one and uh i uh, i think it's fun i can see how a lot a, a gallery i mean an artist might not want to you know like it like uh, i the the gallery originally that i joined uh this one they they required all the artists to have wire in back an inch and a half from the top and and i i said i'm not measuring you know i can't i'm but but you know is there artists are quirky and galleries are quirky. They're finding, finding something that uh, the, the two of them can agree on, and both of them make money. And artists, artists have such. We, we are so, so temperamental. I, I think, and we need to. We need to realize that the, the gallery is just trying to, you know, do do a certain thing to keep their customers, keep their clients, keep keep people coming and you know they and, and doing things. Uh, I think I think there's a given flow between uh, the two that that doesn't always happen that sh that should. And I'm as I'm getting older, hopefully wiser and and less rebellious. I'm, uh, I, I used to, I used to say no to everything. Now I'm getting becoming more agreeable and hopefully a better person, you know, and I'll participate in those themes there when they mention it. Yeah. Yeah, like, right. I mean, they just had a, a small painting theme. I mean, that's, that's all you had to do was a small painting. I, c I couldn't even, well, I've been going through some treatment here recently and, uh, uh, but I couldn't even mess, uh, uh, get, get up a, uh, a, a small painting, even though I I know I have a lot of small paintings, you know, just just waiting waiting for a wall to uh, be displayed on. Okay, that's a long and the short answer of it. We have kept you so long, and and we thank you um, for your time. Um, well, hopefully, hopefully you can piece something together from all that. That's worthwhile. Linda can ask you my question that most people don't like. Oh. Good. I like those. Those okay. are the best. How do you react to this statement? If a perfect painting could be created, we would not need books. Well, I wouldn't agree. No, I love books. I love to read. There's there, paintings and, and and books are totally different. 
I mean, it's authors and the same with same with music. I mean, with a with a perfect. Uh, I, I, it's all it's all it's all the arts. That perfect painting, you supposedly tell a thousand words, but but each person is going to have different words for 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 that book. An author can direct you, lead you exactly where he wants to go. I guess a good artist can with the painting, but I, I, I don't, I don't agree with that. You know, I, I, I think I love books. Uh, I used to read a lot. I used to, I grew up reading a lot. I spent my time, like I said earlier, that most of my time was spent grounded up in my room for doing something I shouldn't have been doing. And so I had to find ways such as reading or, or drawing, painting to, uh, to kill the time. I also built a lot of models and set them on fire too. But that's that's another story. Oh, that's another story. yeah, we used, we used to we used to put firecrackers in them. My husband did that. And I did he? Oh, good for him. I got to meet him sometime. That would be great. Yeah. Greg, if yeah. you ever get out this way, please look Steve and me up. You have Steve's oh. number now and my well, email definitely, address. Definitely now, now that I know you're close to. Uh, close to uh there st george yes yeah definitely because i've i've never been to the grand canyon for one thing that's uh, that's only and three and a half uh yeah, hours yeah. from us the north River. yeah not very yeah. far and yeah there's a lot of stuff out yeah it's beautiful country yeah i've judged there at the escalante thing uh-huh. uh event and yeah it's it's and it had a lot of a lot of a lot of time to travel around and then that was at zion uh, that event, uh, it's uh, there's some great artists up there, and you know, and I think that's that's the thing. They, those great artists don't, most of them don't travel east of the Mississippi, and the ones east of the Mississippi, all the great ones don't really travel. They're west of the Rockies. Mm. That's why I like about living here. I've got a chance to meet them on the east east side and the west side, and there are some just really wonderful people and i feel delighted to have met so many yes what uh it's on my list of things to do before i die which can't be too long <laughs> well if, if you if you come out here's what i'll offer um i'll put you and linda in my forerunner with all of your art supplies and i'll yeah. take you to the rim of the grand canyon and give you each two hours <laughs> You got two I'll, hours. I'll, I'm going to bring in. I'm bring an egg timer, okay, and give you guys two <laughs> two hours to finish two paintings for me, which I get oh. to keep and sell. Oh, stop! <laughs> <laughs> okay, but we get to keep your forerunner. <laughs> there you yeah, go. Okay. <laughs> um, there, we're, there are some beautiful places out here, and we even. I even know some back doors to Zion where you don't have the crowds, and you know. Oh, there, really? There's some nice, really nice places out here that aren't so crowded as, as oh, Zion. So, that's yeah. what I loved about being part of the Invitational is they give you a pass that you can go anywhere in the park, and you could you could drive where nobody else was allowed to. You know, could you carry your, drive your gear up uh, up to you know areas where you can you can other people weren't allowed to go that's 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 the best part of all these competitions around the country is they give you carte blanche to go around and paint the the best stuff you know yeah yeah that's love it 
Kind of okay. like our press passes that we got. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah, just like a press pass. Yeah. Yeah, I had a backstage pass back in 1974. Uh, I had a backstage pass to see uh, Marshall Tucker, Charlie Daniels, and the Leonard Skinner Band. Oh, my. At the auditorium. I had a backstage pass. I just to wander all the way around. I, that's, uh, yeah, that was... That's just like one of your press passes. It's fun. Oh, I anyway. bet it was. Sure. Greg, you have a great evening, and thank you again so much for your time. We really appreciate it. It'll take Steve about three weeks to get this out. It'll take me about three years. Oh. <laughs> this was, this was, way, this I, was so uh, good. Uh, however long. I appreciate you taking the time and asking me to uh, for the little interview. I don't. I'm, I'm sad to say that I've never listened to a podcast before. Either had we before we started this, so. Oh, yeah? Well, I'm, now I'm going to have to listen to, and maybe uh, uh, I know Eric has asked me to do one before, and I said no. Uh, oh, and you said and, yes uh, to us first, huh? Ooh. Yeah, wow. Yeah, this is. Okay. All right. Okay, well, thank you very much. That was pretty good, huh? Oh, it was fantastic. Greg is so well-known. He has over a 1,000 Facebook followers who love his art, love his stories, and love the inspiration that he gives to, to his artists. Where would you find him at? Facebook. Oh, just on Facebook? I, I follow several artists on Facebook. Mm-hmm. It's amazing the discussions they get into regarding... Should you ever use black in in your paint? Um, should you, what what is white paint? You know, uh, lights and darks. They talk about marketing, all kinds of things. Yeah, it was. I I found it interesting that he talked about the lights and the darks, about seeing the painting when you first walk in the room. Mm-hmm. You know, what draws you to that painting? Right, and it was really interesting what he said about judging. It's one judge's opinion. Yeah. Yeah, we don't have to agree with the opinion. Right. I, I, I still like to walk in after the uh, a new exhibition. Oh, I love that. We have some great artists in Mesquite, don't we? Um, we do. We do. Yeah, it's full of uh, it's full of great art this time. I love Rochelle's Artist of the Month display. It has a lot of meaning to it. I, I know, Linda. We haven't podcasted in a couple of weeks because we both have been heading out in different directions of the world. Uh, Where did you and Ron go? We went to Pismo Beach, California. Absolutely gorgeous again. I loved walking along the beach, and I got to see the monarchs migrating again. Oh, you did get to see the monarchs. We did. There did weren't you? as many this time, I think, because of all the rain. But it was really Where were wonderful. they at? Is there flowers there for them to... There's a preserve that they go to every year. Oh, is it really? Uh-huh. Okay. What, what time of year? November through February. Let me ask you this about... I know they, they migrate from South America, right? Mm-hmm. How many generations does it take? Because migration isn't... When we think of geese migrating, one goose flies from here to here. Yes. Okay. Monarchs, they don't live that long, do they? 
So are there? does it take several generations of monarchs to finish a migration? You know, that would be interesting to look up. I don't think so. So the same monarchs, uh, same monarchs, the same monarchs that leave South America somewhere, you saw in Pismo Beach. Well, let me be a little more clear. The ones that are in South America don't go to Pismo. Oh. The ones in Pismo are from the western coast, higher up in California, though so they come down during the winter months. Oh, okay. So and they're so they're migrating in the, the same state. Pretty much. Okay. All right. See, I learned something new every day. One of the other good things was, of course, Ron, I don't know whether everybody knows this or not, but I have a thing going. I don't have a thing going with Ron, but, you know, um, Ron takes great pictures of the sunsets in Mesquite. And your guys' house is maybe a mile west of us. And we pretty much get to see the same sunset, but I don't take pictures anymore because Ron just puts me to shame with these great pictures he takes. <laughs> you guys are in Pismo. I'm like, Ron, I'm counting on you for my sunset pictures. And he put up four pictures in a row with the sun setting into the Pacific. Yeah, he, he loves to do that for you, Steve. You give him an excuse every evening. He has so much fun with that. Thank you. So, Steve. You just came back from somewhere pretty special. What's been going on with you? Um, yeah, I got to go. Well, my, my friends at Tory House Press, and I have, I have friends, Linda, believe it or not. I, have I do. My friends at Tory House Press had a writer's workshop, and it was in Zion, and it was great. Craig Childs was there, uh, my instructor in the, in the fiction side of things, because I chose the fiction side, was Case Johnston. And it was also a poetry. Now, you know, I wish I'd gone to the poetry because last week we went to the poetry, the cowboy poetry. It was really good. We just did really, really interesting things. And it was all about conservation and writing and creativity. And I had a wonderful time. Oh, that's fantastic. That is inspiring to me just to hear about it. Plus, plus the room I was in was huge so uh -huh. one person shouldn't be allowed to spend that to spend time in a nice room like that it was completely dark and, you know, and it was beautiful it was fun that's great so and I, and I'm, we're I'm not i'm not going to be putting out a novel anytime i was soon, just going to ask you about that when's the novel coming out yeah, there'll be no novel so uh -huh. i was happy that i just got the hung but hang with uh writers of course sure. i do have us like we need more podcast guests I've got a whole bunch of podcast guests. Oh, that's exciting. So one lady um, runs the bookmobile in New Mexico. So she travels all over to underserved communities in the bookmobile. And she's, really? And she's got some great stories for us. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. I look forward to that. I always learn so much from our guests. Greg was so fun. I think we did this off off the podcast but we invited him to come out to mesquite and told him that we'd show him around he said he's never seen the grand canyons yeah, how about that yeah maybe we'll have a visitor maybe we will boy if we had visitors from all our podcast guests wouldn't that be fun linda you know there's already not <laughs> enough time in the day uh, you're retired i'm retired and there's no time what? but are we having fun oh, i'm always having fun absolutely here's to you steve High five. Yeah, maybe you can hear that. So today, what's what's really exciting about today is that Linda and I are in our new 
Art Box Podcast Studio. Yes. And it is in the Steam Center, which um, we'll provide a link to the Steam Center. And the room is padded. We could actually run around into the walls and bounce off. And we have a carpeted we have a carpeted tabletop. Yes. Which helps a little bit. Uh-huh. I noticed that you were answering your phone over there today and I couldn't even hear it. It was it was buzzing. Oh good. And you couldn't hear it. Good. And we were writing. So it I guess what we should do is thank our sponsors who built this out for us. And it was from grants by the city of Mesquite, Do It Best Hardware. CJ Shutters right up on Pioneer Boulevard. They donated the carpet for our floor and of course on top of our table here thank you to grants and and cmj shutters for their very generous donation the art box now has a home thank you cnh shutters do it best hardware and city of mesquite and of course our sponsors the virgin valley artists association here we are this is where we'll be uh, we're going to miss the library we will we had a lot of friends at the library we did i miss i'll miss the people that would just stop by and check on us yeah they check on us jennifer was always yes. nice to us and of course um, vanessa and the time we were mm-hmm. there vanessa got promoted and she's over at the big building now anything else we have i think that's it steve okay do you want to at the top of three scream at the top of our lungs and nobody will hear us <laughs> in the building of course we're the only ones in the whole building because the steam center is closed on mondays ready one two three Broadcasting from Mesquite, Nevada, in the scenic Mojave Desert, the Art Box sponsors thank you for listening. To find our next and past podcasts, find us online at mesquitefineartcenter.com, where all accompanying images and links are available on the Art Box page. Questions, comments, opinions, and concerns can be sent to artboxvv at gmail.com. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are solely those of its hosts and guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of the Virgin Valley Artists Association.